We're on episode three. We're back here as usual, Tyler, Ebear, Corey. Um, and I don't think I'm going to waste any time on this podcast. I'm going to go right into what's on everybody's mind, which is the Chiefs Raiders game. Um, we've got a lot to discuss on that, but I just want to start off with I'm mad. I'm hurt. I'm angry. I'm a bunch of negative emotions, but mostly I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm afraid for what's about to come from my podcast mates. I'm afraid of what I put in a group text. And I'm afraid of answering for a lot of things. But the first thing I want to discuss is the Raiders suck. <laughs> Uh, the, the Raiders are, are really bad. The last play, we had people running into each other. It's almost like they just let anybody go through to hit Derek Carr. Um, they don't really block. Um, Derek Carr is not looking very good right now. I think if we substituted him for Matthew Stafford on the Rams, uh, they would not have made the playoffs. Oh. Um, Some growth. Take. Some growth finally. Josh McDaniels is horrible. Josh McDaniels is a horrible coach. He doesn't know what he's doing. And that leads me into the most burning question that um, I have is, do you agree or do you not agree with the going for two? I thought it was fine. That's not a surprise, though. I'm more aggressive than you two. At the, end, at the end of the day, you got the ball back with a quarterback you, you think is good and had a chance to win the game. There was four and, and a half minutes. That's why you go for it. You, it doesn't do you any good. You're only going up. You're going up one, and you have to stop you, the Chiefs anyways. You hadn't been moving the ball in the second half. In the second yeah, half, you, get the, you had not been moving the ball. It's four minutes left. You got to take – you got to get a lead against the Chiefs who for some reason you can't your defense can't stop. You were talking about you got to trust your defense. Patrick Mahomes toying with y'all in the second half. It was jerk they figured out that Jerk McKinnon was the best back that day. McKinnon was going wild like Travis Kelsey had four touchdowns and I don't even think he had more than 50 yards. <laughs> He didn't have, have more than 30. Yards. I don't know if he had 30 yards. It was it was insane. Mar- Marquez Valdez Scantling finally had the game that we were all looking for. I think they had to go for I think they had to to try to go for the the win. Like it made I know you were saying just go ahead and tie it and then trust your defense to um get like get a stop, which they ended up doing. But if you go ahead with the two. Your defense does get that stop. You're, you're playing from ahead, and you can use like um, you have the time to burn. It's in your. It just it when you're going against Patrick Mahomes, it, the rules are different. You got to be aggressive. The analytics tell you to go for two every time, and that's so stupid. Oh, I hate analytics. The analytics don't tell you to go for two there, though. Okay, well enough. We just we've heard enough from you right now. <laughs> well, it's, Let, this don't. is my. I'm talking right now. <laughs> I am so sick of people going for two. It doesn't make first. Okay. First off, 
Andy Reid shouldn't be on shouldn't be left off the hook because he tried to go for two when they scored to go up 30 23 he tried to go for two to go up nine just go for one because they you're still up eight it does it did not make any sense to me there either go up one they've got to get it they then they have to get two to tie I don't get it I don't understand so So there's times where you go for it and it doesn't make sense like like you have to consider everything not just the analytics like when the Chargers went for it against the Browns, oh. why? What are you doing? See, Jacoby, that was analytics. Jacoby Brissett's not beating you. <laughs> He's not beating you. What are you doing? What's the point of that? Keenan Allen, Allen literally tweeted, what are we doing? I, like It leads to me to a question, do the, do the players believe in Brandon Staley? But that's another Ugh. subject. Like You have to consider who you're going against. And when you're going against people like – Jacoby Brissett and um, uh, this Carson Wentz and Corey's guy, Justin Fields. I'm not going for two. I'm going to believe that my defense can get the stop and I'm getting the ball back. But when you have, uh, when you're going against like a Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, these elites, like the rules are different. The rules change. So you have to be more aggressive, especially when you're in, a position that you haven't been in all second half. If you just kick the field goal with the second best kicker in the league, Carlson isn't missing an extra point. And if you just go up and tie the game, this is all retrospect, of course, but you got the stop and you had, they had more than what, two minutes and 23 seconds, something like that. They still had the two minute warning. And then they, do Raiders things and want to throw deep routes instead of giving it to Josh Jacobs, who had, I'm pretty sure had five yards. He was destroying the chiefs on the ground. Now I know you don't want to run, run the clock out, blah, blah, blah. But, and Darren Waller's out. Important stuff. (laughs) But I mean, okay. Another thing about the, why are we throwing fades to Mac Collins? Can I, I asked I mean, that two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, I, I asked said, that. who is that? And I was like, <laughs> well, you know, he's a big body. Okay, stop throwing to him. I'm not – I don't want to see him anymore. I'm not a Raiders fan anymore. That's – I'm just a Derek Carr fan. But I'm so sick of them. Well, he's – he still lost the game. The, oh, okay. you, get, you get the ball back, and all you need is a field goal. And you throw off your he back failed foot. to do that. Okay. Like that, you were talking in retrospect, but like let's say for instance you do get the two, right? And then, then you get the stop and the game the is over. And the game's done. You won. Like and you if took you, it as a shot at the defense, but maybe it wasn't. Like if you they thought, well, if we get the get the two point conversion, we're up one, our defense gets a stop, the game's over. Or if we don't get it, our defense can get a stop, we'll get the ball back, and we'll have a chance to win regulation. Now I don't know why they would believe in their defense of the way they were playing in the second half. Because I, I think whenever you have Max Crosby and Chandler Jones, you have a, you have a chance on the edge. Now, that's they're only good for two and a half seconds because Patrick Mahomes just carves up your secondary. But still, it's it's a chance. And what's happening on the backside that Travis Kelsey is getting four touchdowns I, <laughs> on the fourth, not the first, not the second, not the third, the fourth. 
it's like we didn't see this guy do this three times before. We might want to pay attention. I think on the third one too, he he barely got touched. Maybe it he, was crazy. It was pretty bad in the red zone. For what's going on? We don't know. I don't. I look, man. The Raiders are just a funky, funky football team. Like they didn't even play a bad game. They had a hundred fifty yard rusher. They had a hundred yard receiver. They didn't turn over the ball. It was just a funky game. You guys suck. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. I, I think that okay, going one and four is pretty bad right now. Um, especially after some people thought that all four teams would make it out of that division to the playoffs. But oh my god, one and four. I just don't it's yeah, been, yeah. the season's yeah. over. You don't you don't need to worry about it. It's been they breakdown after breakdown. And going for it. I understand everybody's against me on this, but going for it with four and a half minutes left. And you, you know what? No, score. I'm going to, I'm going to say this right now. You could have let them score. You could, you could have let the chief score. And, and then you go for two. Okay. Look, I'm wrong when I say let them score and I'm not going to defend it again because I was foolish and it doesn't make sense, but you could do it. It's yeah, you can do a lot of things. <laughs> I don't suggest doing a lot of things, but I don't know why you're so focused on the going for two when they got the ball back. Because I don't want to blame Derek. I want to blame someone else. Sometimes you gotta do stuff you don't want to do. Like go for two with four and a half. Look, I don't I wouldn't make that call. I'm not Josh McDaniels. You know but... if they kick that extra point, they were gonna lose. They would have lost in overtime. Maybe not because maybe the Chiefs score and you've still got you've got Derek Carr who so until you last night was in the, a position to win the game again, like he had in regulation, but failed to capitalize on. I don't, you know, maybe you make different play calls. Derek Carr is one of the best fourth quarter quarterbacks <laughs> in the league. Yeah. Okay. Always not. Always not. And when you said Derek Carr is the best, that was. I knew whatever you were going to say, that was a lie. Derek Carr is one of the best fourth quarter quarterbacks in the league. Hmm. I don't think, I don't think Josh McDaniels knows what to do in crunch situations like that. I don't think he knows what to do period, but especially when it's on the line he does not know what to do. Okay. Well, your quarterback missed a throw to Devontae on third down. That's play stepped out of bounds because he let him too much, even though he had the, Entire sideline, and then, <laughs> and then Devonte gets Devonte gets pressed on the line, and instead of pushing him, like he pushed that photographer, he puts that <laughs> cornerback bully. <laughs> he lets cornerback bully him, so he's behind on his route, and he runs into Hunter. But let's blame Josh McDaniels. It is Josh McDaniels' fault, and I'm gonna die on that hill alone and sad. Another team in that game looked pretty good, and that was the Chiefs. Um, they looked unstoppable on offense, especially in the second half. Um, losing Tyreek Hill hasn't seemed to really do much for that offense. Um, they still look insane, um, even with Juju and MVS, um, and, you know, Nicole Hardman, whatever you can get out of him, but, 
Um, is is Patrick Mahomes after after this week? Is he sitting atop our MVP ladder presented by Kia? I really wish Kia would sponsor us. <laughs> One day, Corey. I think you were on this a couple weeks ago. That I think maybe it was our first episode that you thought Mahomes. You didn't know why we were talking about Josh Allen. He is the best QB in the league, so I don't know why this is surprising. He's doing more with less this year, too. I mean, MVS, Aaron Rodgers couldn't save him, so. But he looks good with Mahomes. Kelsey's Kelsey. I think they're the best team in the AFC. Well, let me couch that. I think the Dolphins were the best team in the, the AFC, but they, they don't have a quarterback, so I think the Chiefs are the, the best team currently. You know the Bills are in the AFC, right? And the Ravens. Uh, I don't know about the Ravens. The Ravens are terrible on defense, and and I've I've seen Josh Allen in big games. Well, we're going to see them actually this week. Bills Chiefs. Um, who who do we have in that one? Corey, I'm well, suspecting Chiefs. Yes, yes, sir. The you bear? Bills. The Bills. The Bills. Oh, bills, Bills, Bills. Like a Disney Child song. How many times are y'all going to pick the Bills and they let you down? When as many times as I picked the Raiders. You picked you pick the Dolphins. You picked them against the Dolphins and then they lost. Yes. And then you got on this podcast and said, well, you know, they won time of possession and they had 300 more yards. Well, they're going to win this week. How about okay, that? So- Huh? Okay. All yeah. Right. Who y'all got yeah. on the back end for Stefan for the big plays? Huh? Big Who Gabe. Who got on the back end? For Gabe. Hold on now. Gabe Davis. Yes, Gabe oh. Davis. Gabe, 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 Gabe Hold on. Button. Wait a minute. Wait a boo minute. Had a big game, so wait a minute. Ain't no boo button. Listen, I told y'all about him too. I told you. Tyler Cagle and I told you, Corey Asbury, that this week will be a big game for Gabe Davis. And what happened? He delivered because the man is healthy. Y'all don't got nothing for that man. Y'all don't got nothing for Stefan. It's about to, it's gonna be a dog walking. You, you know what? Like, you know what Gabe Davis did before last week? I don't care what Gabe Davis did before last week because he wasn't healthy. Last he had, week he was. He had one catch for 13 yards. Okay. Congratulations. And what do you do? Ne- what do you do the following week? Well, no, read that stat for me. Read that stat for the world. He had yeah. he had three catches. That's it. For how many yards? Well, two of them were touchdowns. Yeah. But also for, for 171 yards. But 171 yards. He is Impressive. touchdown dependent. He is Impressive. not. I'm gonna say Impressive. something. I'm gonna say something that's gonna be a little okay. You know what? I'm gonna just ask the question. Yeah. Who would you rather have, Gabe Davis or Mike Wallace? Or Mike Wallace, the old Pittsburgh Do you remember Mike, Mike Wallace? Wallace? Yeah. Because those are the same guys. Mike Wallace was good. I'm talking Mike about. Fine. I'm, <laughs> Mike <laughs> Wallace was fine? Mike Wallace was just okay. Gabe Davis hasn't even caught 600 yards yet. I'm about to catch 600 yards next week. No. <laughs> Oh, oh my god! Wasn't it just two big plays? Didn't he just catch two two big two plays? Passes, that's it. Two passes for two touchdowns. One was one ninety-eight them. yards, and one yeah, of them cover been him better. What are you talking about? 
One of them could have been picked, but what happened? The receiver made a play on the ball. What are y'all talking about? What are we doing here? Gabe Davis is just okay. Okay. Is Gabe Davis going to be a thousand yard receiver this year? Yes. He catching bombs like that. But that's all he can do. Okay. Who cares? If I'm catching bombs on you all day, why are you mad? That's what we're here for, right? To score touchdowns. Got a question. You you don't like Jamar Chase? No, because all he can do is is catch bombs. I don't like. All on the I don't like Davis. how they're using Jamar Chase. I didn't say I don't like Jamar Chase. I don't like how they're using Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase is just a big play guy, and they don't know how. To, they're talking about. If did you read? Did you hear his um press conference? Joe. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> they were saying if they're gonna play, if they're gonna play us like that, all. Um, all game long, then there's not going to be any big plays. So, if but everybody, if okay, well then use him on the underneath. Like, what are we talking about? Can, can he only routes. run? He can't run routes. Can't he run can't routes. run those routes. That's the issue. The only reason Gabe Davis works is because Josh Allen literally throws it over the safeties. There, <laughs> his second watch, touchdown, the one that watch how the Chiefs, go watch how the Chiefs used um Tyreek. They stopped doing that. Study that tape. What do you mean they stopped doing that? The deep stuff. They started doing – the Chiefs are the reason everyone yeah. started playing the cover two. Cover two, high shell. Yes, I understand. Yeah. Yes, so use him in the intermediate. What are we talking about? He, he can't run routes. He can't run – Just run a post. What are we doing? Like, you you got the speed. You can't do anything out there? Open your playbook. Jamar Chase is a lot better than Gabe Davis, and Gabe Davis can't run routes either. Um, it's just curls and 99s. So, all right, man. Yeah, listen, y'all, y'all said this last time, and then what happened? So, he didn't do anything, and you said so, he was hurt, and then he had one so, of the game. So, so, no. So, we'll see what happens. All right. Okay. What's going to happen when – what's going to happen if Jamar – or I'm sorry. What's going to happen if Gabriel Davis has three catches for 22 yards? Then I'll come back on here and I'll say, dang, he had a bad game. I apologize. He may You'll never say him. that he's just an okay receiver, which he is. You'll never say he's just an average receiver. No. <laughs> Despite, Wait, I don't want to. I don't want to sound like a homer, but is is Gabe Davis better than Michael Gallup? Oh no! <laughs> There's only one right answer here, you bear. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. if y'all had Gabe Davis for big old deck, it would be a problem. We have we have a Bengals segment coming up, and I think it's going to be explosive. But to answer your question, no, Josh Allen is still my MVP. But we'll find <laughs> out. We'll find out. We'll find out this week. They play. Better bring him back. <laughs> I have, I have to uh, add something. You, uh, in our first podcast, you said if Micah Game We're even against listening. the Rams, <laughs> if you said if Micah Game ran against the Rams, you would come on here and say he was. We're not. We're not on uh, the Cowboys MVP yet. Ladder. We're not but on you, the. We're talking about yet. the. We're talking about the MVP ladder. No, we're you not. Said that we, he. You, he would place him on there, and since he obviously gained num- against okay, the Rams. Okay, so he's number five. That's a placement, right? Give me your five right now. My five is number one, Joshua, Allen, him. Number two is Patty Kermit. I'm him. I'm here. I'm here. 
I'm here. I'm here. I'm here, Mahomes. Number three, young Jalen. Jalen Ballin. Number four, Sweet Feet himself, Lamar. And then number five, Michael Parsons. So we can go ahead and. <laughs> What's going to happen if. What well, MVP ladder? Does Micah Parsons move up to three when he chases down Jalen Hurts? He's not chasing down Jalen Hurts. Well, come on now. If we beat the Eagles with Cooper Rush, you don't want to get on this podcast next week. We're we're having an emergency podcast Sunday night. But, but understand this. There's two ways to it. When the Eagles expose y'all. Expose what? Y'all don't want to get on this podcast. Yeah, I, don't, I don't want no problems. There's I'm only going to be one of you shouting, I'm so there will be two. <laughs> I'm about to, I'm about to expose it all. The offense sucks. We know the that, offense is bad. That deep, no, it's about, to, it's about to get ugly in here. Oh my god, I'm on CD's head because I know if y'all lose because of him and his drops, drops. And I'm no, on we it. lose. It's because we can't score more than twenty points. Um, yeah, why not? Because quarterback. Because quarterback, he putting it in his hands. CD has some drops now. Come on now. We need to stop acting like this drops. Is a good quarterback. Drop, drop drops. Hey man, you don't got to be a good quarterback for you to catch my passes. I almost said something very phrasing. He got to catch the passes, man. Because it's only gonna get worse when Dak comes back. Because y'all know you're going back to that pass heavy offense. I will. I will say for what they said. The so that's what they said. That's not what they said. Oh, yeah. Who cares? We don't trust these people. <laughs> You're just a hater. You just don't want to see us win. That's why That's why you people, you people want to act like this is a QB controversy and stuff like that because y'all just don't want to give us our defense credit for being elite and carrying us. That defense is Why can't you just elite. say that the Cowboys is good? That Cowboy deep. No. <clears throat> Raising? Michael Parsons is good. Oh. I never, and I never said he wasn't. Trevon Diggs, Dorrance Armstrong is our third pass rusher, and he's got like four or five sacks. Y'all, 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 y'all front seven is good, bro. I we got the that. best. We got the best pass rush in the league. Y'all got period. the best pass rush in the league. Period. I'll give you that. But y'all back in. I'm not scared. The secondary I mean, is underrated. No, they're yes. under. They're Donovan, just rated. <laughs> Donovan Wilson is playing out of his mind this year. Have we watched have we watched Donovan Wilson? Because I have for the last four years, and he's not been even close to this. I mean, it helps when you got the front seven like that. What you mean? Exactly. What, what am I doing on the back end? If we make teams throw, can't nobody beat us. Yeah. Yeah. The run, uh, the run defense is uh it's not great enough. You can't have it on. Yeah. But what what do the Eagles do? What does Jalen Hurts do very well? Can't throw. He could throw. He throws very well. <laughs> I think we should move on. Should we? What's, yeah, because what's everybody else's MVP ladder. Nobody else gave their MVP ladder. Uh, Patrick we just Mahomes a wide gap. A uh, wide, wide gap. gap. Yes, See what a I mean, bro? Gap. Come on, bro. Jalen must too. Jalen hurts. Someone I've always believed in. Jesus. I'm not late to the party like some of us on this podcast. I got. I got Josh one. Oh God! I just I got <laughs> here we go. I got Josh one. I got I don't... Kermit two, uh-huh. and I got 
Lamar three, Micah four, and it hurts probably Jalen Hurts five. <laughs> I was really trying to rack my mind for literally anyone else. It. Well, we've already given kind of a preview on our hot or not questions, um, but that's that's kind of how I want to go into this um, burning hot NFL questions that we wanted to ask around in the pod. Um, and so I guess it's kind of like a overreaction, not overreaction, hot or not, how hot, any way you want to, any way you want to tell us how hot this is. My first question, I think this comes from um, the mind of Iber is do the Packers have a problem emphasizing uh, what that is? I would like to reiterate what I said a couple of weeks ago. The Packers as a defense have a swell defense. Jair Alexander, the front seven. It's, it's a nice defense, you know? Good, solid unit. The problem is the offense gets off to fast starts. Might be because the first couple plays are scripted. You know, everybody's feeling good. You know, they establish a little run game. And the second half rolls around. And it's punt, 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 punt. And Jair don't even have enough time to grab a glass of water. The defense don't have enough time to rehydrate, breathe, and they can't score. The Packers cannot score in the second half. I said that since the Bucks game. They cannot score. And I told you that the lack of weapons and the fact that you're not using Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon enough is going to bite you in the butt. And you were all glorious. You were happy because you beat the Bucks, And you went to New England. And you couldn't score against little Bailey Zappi. And y'all went to OT with that team. And we didn't talk about it last week because they were on a hiatus. I said that in my head. I said, that's a bad omen of things. Little Bailey Zappi. And y'all went to OT with that team. And we didn't talk about it last week because they were on a hiatus. I said that in my head. I said, that's a bad omen of things to come. Then y'all went to London and lost to a team that did not have Sterling Shepard. They had a bunch of receivers missing. They have Kenny Galladay, but they I think Kenny Galladay was out, actually. <laughs> Honestly. Maybe by choice. Leonard Williams wasn't there. Daniel Jones was coming off an ankle injury. The only healthy person, ironically, was Saquon. And you lost. That's embarrassing. Well, hey, the Giants are four. The Giants are not good enough. Come on, let's not do this. That team was decimated and y'all lost. No, no, no. I don't know. This isn't y'all. I'm just the spokesperson. Uh, two things. Oh, you're the spokesperson? It's, 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 it's two separate issues. One, the defense, like you said, is talented. They play too much zone for me. I don't know why you got all that talent and you're not letting them play man-to-man. And then the offense, they're well-coached, but can't nobody get open. And what happens is the first half, they got the scripted plays and they work, and then they try to run the ball. And then the second half goes, and Aaron gets impatient, so he starts chucking the ball downfield because, you know, Devontae used to win those. And Romeo and Christian Watson and – Randall Cobb can't even get downfield, and it causes an issue. How hot is that problem on offense? Spicy. Spicy. It's bad. 
it's not good. You're gonna have to include you're gonna have to include AJ, not AJ, but Aaron in in more pass action stuff. Like, I don't know. Like why is it so hard to get the ball to Aaron Jones? That's that is my question. He's been great when he touches the ball. What I don't understand why they don't run two, more two back. Run him in the slot, run AJ in the back. It's not working. AJ's not going anywhere. They can't take the top of the defense. There's like nine guys in the box. Or at least there was on Sunday. They literally stacked the box. Like they realized Romeo is not beating us. And Randall Cobb is too old. I don't care what he does. Let him get his catches. He's not doing anything to me. Alan Lazard is not a number one. Christian Watson, they're running jet sweeps to him all the time in, in bubble screens. They're like They don't trust the guy. Amari Rogers is literally returning punts. You drafted him to return punts? Mm, that's a name right there. Haven't heard that one. <laughs> Haven't heard that one in a while. <laughs> you have nothing. There's nothing on the offensive end. Romeo is going to take time. Romeo wins some of them, but Romeo, like, it's like he's thinking too fast. Like, he'll drop it or he'll, like, turn up field before – he can secure the ball. He's just a young player. Corey, how how hot do you think this um, Packers offense problem is? It's pretty hot, but they'll figure it out. You know what they need to do is they need to sign. They need someone that can take the top of the defense. And this guy is not a very good football player. But Will Fuller is in oh. the hole, and Will Fuller would help this off. Will I? My Will Fuller disdain is. Long documented. He's trash. He can't do what MVS did. They eat MVS right now. <laughs> they, yeah. <laughs> Pretty spicy hotness levels on the Packers. Um, this next one is kind of a, uh, this one's going to be interesting. Um, again, this is from the mind of Ebert. Is there a quarterback controversy in Dallas? Can slash is Dak Prescott on the hot seat when he comes back Corey I'll, I'll let you I'll let you take this one first um <laughs> no that's my analysis I don't know why we're discussing that. It's, it's ridiculous people just want like I said people don't want to see us win so they want to try to create some kind of narrative Cooper Rush is not better than Matt Prescott. Yeah, um, I agree. And I heard Colin Cowherd say that there was not a very big gap between Dak and Cooper Rush. And I almost swerved my car off the road. I was so <laughs> mad um, because that's egregious. Um, Ebert, there is not a quarterback <laughs> controversy. <laughs> You, you have been asking oh, that my God. ever since Cooper Rush started. I guess when it was in the, the New York game two weeks, three weeks ago. He beat a good Giants team. Oh, uh, that's, a, Corey, that's a good Giants, the Giants team. Good. You, I know. I'm just going off what you said. That's your made, division. You know him better than me. Cooper Rush has probably made five NFL level throws in four weeks. This is Listen. ridiculous. I can't even <laughs> believe we're wasting time on this. Hey, man, I agree. If it's, not, if it's not broke, don't fix it. 
I would okay. say what I would say this pro this uh this hot question is freezing cold for me. Okay, 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 okay. How about this? The the Dak pressure thing though. You don't think that that's a real thing? I think it's <laughs> pressure from the fact that no, whenever I, he okay, hold on. I Wait think a minute. there's pressure because I think there's pressure because I think this is a, the defense is obviously really good and this team can be really good. There's pressure because of that. There's not pressure because of Cooper Rush. There's not a quarterback on the roster that can take his job. It would be different, like if we drafted someone in the third round or something like that. Cooper Rush is not a threat. Cooper Rush is not a threat there, until the fact that there's no way. But there's what, no way he can see, lose his job. Let's see if that comes back. If that comes back and y'all lose games that y'all were supposed to win, which ha- which has happened with Dak Prescott. Y'all have lost games that y'all thought y'all were supposed to win. There's going to be there's going to be discussion. How about we say that? There's going to be discussion there's about discussion uh, because there, there's somebody on Fox that likes to get on TV and say crazy stuff. And then people get online and they retweet it and they laugh. And then we got you on here, just out here, just spread propaganda. And it's ridiculous. Who do y'all play after the Eagles? I think it's the Lions. So that yeah, probably Lions. won't come back until after the bye. Like if we're being real with ourselves. Oh, what, well, okay. We got we got Eagles on the 16th, Lions 23rd. Then we got the Bears on the 30th. Then we got the bye. So we got we got three more games until the bye. This week and two more. Dak could probably come back after the bye. I think he's yeah, gonna yeah. come back after this week. I think that it's gonna be a rough game for Cooper Rush. And if we win, the defense is gonna have to win it for us, like with defensive touchdowns. And then Dak's gonna come back against the Lions and your guy Jared Goff. We're not talking about Jared Goff. We're talking about Cooper Rush. Stay on topic. E Bear, I, I think I think um the to your point of, I think the only pressure that's going to come is if Kellen Moore starts calling the games differently, which is going to happen. I can already feel it. He said that wasn't going to happen. He, he said that's not going to happen, but why do you believe this man? I what, don't, what, what has he done for you to believe him? I don't believe Kellen Moore. He got, I think he that, got four wins with Cooper Rush. I think, he's, I, think he's, I think he's going to get pass heavy again. I think Dak is capable, but I think this team, I think the Cowboys have always been better when Dak operates off of a play action scheme. When you've got Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott, if you're not running the ball 20, 25 times, 30 times, it's just, it's a disservice, I think. Okay. Okay. Well, Dak, forget Kellen Moore. Dak said that he's learned some stuff from sitting on the sideline, which I think sometimes you can. Oh my Sometimes god. you can't learn stuff from the sideline. Oh my god. I know the hater didn't want to hear that. How often? Okay. So here's another thing about the Kellen, not the Kellen Moore, the Cooper Rush thing that is important. Y'all haven't really played from behind. It's not been this whole uh let's let let's put the ball in Cooper Rush's hands and let him win the game first. Okay. This Philly game, it may happen, and that may expose Cooper Rush. Okay. What makes you think that? Once y'all go down in the game, y'all won't just revert back to pass heavy. Like, I don't understand why Kellen Moore is an offensive coordinator is probably vying for a head coach job. 
he does not have the personnel right now to open up his playbook. So his playbook is probably very limited for what, you know, these games are. But, I mean, credit to your defense, he hasn't really needed to open up the playbook. Y'all don't really need to score too many points. I just need to score enough to win. With Dak back, he has the personnel now to open it up. Michael Gallup is back. You have CD. I don't know why you think that y'all just going to go run heavy again. Like, you you know how you went get a job? You win some games. So you need to keep doing what you've been doing. That's one. And two, I don't think no matter who the quarterback is with the defense, I don't think we're going to be playing from behind that often. Think about who in the league. Well, first off, no one in the league has scored two touchdowns against this defense. So even if you think that the, the Eagles are good enough to, who on our schedule? I'm just going to tell you this. It's going to look real different when Dak's out there, and you're going to be very frustrated at why the offense has changed. You're playing Green Bay on November you 13th. Just, you told me Green Bay couldn't score. I'm going to listen to me right now. When Green Bay puts you boys in a pickle, you're going to come out here bad. But November you can't 13th. have it both ways, though. You can't say you can't Green Bay can't. It. You can't have you it can't both ways. But Green look, Bay can't but score, and Green then Bay. say, "Oh, they're going to score against the Cowboys defense." Green Bay can't score. Green Bay is not a great scoring team in the second half. But if Green Bay gets off to a hot start against no your defense, done. nobody has done it. But it, you act like it can't be done. You think it, it can't be done? You think it's impossible? You think the defense can't have a bad it's, game? You can't think, against you Green Bay. Think that, you don't think that D, you don't think that Dak may have a bad game? He starts turning over the ball like crazy. That's not possible. And then y'all have you put the defense on short fields. The defense have been on short fields. Okay, the defense is on short fields and they score. Now what? You think Dak can move the ball? You're gonna go pass every now. What now? Then it's a turnover. Short field again. Dak has a really bad game. What then? So you think if Dak has a really bad game, which they've been playing with no quarterback four weeks so they can still win those games but let's say Dak has a bad game you're gonna say oh we need to go back to Cooper Rush I'm not saying that you, I'm gonna say that I'm gonna say that when you, you guys now. no 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 I said there's gonna be pressure on Dak based on that because of the success that Cooper Rush has had prior to him if Dak comes in and he does not play up to the level that is expected of him and you guys for some reason lose the game it may not even be Dak's fault Y'all lose the game. People are gonna blame Dak because that's what changed. Y'all change people do that anyway. To that, okay, then that's my point. How's that any different than him from last year or the year before? There's that. That's not extra pressure because of Cooper Rush. That's pressure because he's the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. But the question wasn't was there extra pressure because of Cooper Rush. The, the question was the, is there the extra first part of the question on, was is there a QB controversy. The second part of the question was, is there pressure on Dak Prescott? Because he's coming back to a 4-0 team that has success with the backup quarterback. When this, when when he went down, when Dak went down in game one, Dak sucked. Dak was looking awful. Dak sucked. Your defense looked good, but your defense was on the field too much, which is why the Bucs were scoring. And you guys had nothing. You guys sucked because Dak could not move the ball. Like, you're acting as if Dak comes back in and he's, like, this superior great guy. Dak's not super good. I don't know why you guys – Dak's not super good. He's not a top-five quarterback, guys. Breaking news. So it's very possible that Dak could come back in and not having played football for four weeks or however many weeks, he could be bad. And so if he has a bad game and you guys end up losing because he had a bad game because he was rusty, he's out here throwing left-handed passes to the media. Who cares? What are you doing? 
then people are going to say, oh, it's because the Cowboys switched from Cooper Rush deck to deck and blah, 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 blah. blah. I'm telling you, it's going to be a narrative. It's going to happen. I'm telling you that that narrative is stupid. You can tell me that that narrative now, is it's stupid. Be stupid it's, you, just, you just want it to happen because you hate the Cowboys. I'm telling you that anyone that says that, oh, we need to go back to Cooper Rush is a fool. All right. And I'm going to say it then, and I'm going to say it forever. All right, man. Thank you. Sounds controversial to me. <laughs> is, no, is this be- <laughs> you just wanted to do this topic because you wanted to be able to rant for five minutes about the Cowboys possibly being bad because right now they're not bad and that hurts you. It hurts their defense you is not bad, but their offense is okay. I can't What's wait to. I can't wait to this Philly game. Oh my God! I just cannot See, wait. See now you trying. You want us to lose to Philly with Cooper no, Rush. No, you guys will you. lose to Philly because I already said oh, that Philly's oh, winning man, your conference. Philly's winning your conference. Philly's winning your conference. I look great right now. Five and zero. Oh. This is gonna be real embarrassing if the Cowboys actually pull this off <laughs> because we're supposed to lose. So y'all supposed to lose to the Rams, the frauds. Rams suck. Oh my God. They suck Ooh. now because we beat them. No, they they've been sucking. It's not because you guys beat them, but they suck. They are horrible. But it seems like every team we beat, you say, "Oh, they're horrible." I mean, who have you guys beat that I've been? We on? beat a four. We beat a four four and one team. Who? We beat the Giants. The Giants. They were four and one. That's what you. I mean, that's can't nobody else beat them. That's what. Hey, I don't know why not. Why can't you guys beat them? They had safe one. Oh my God. You know what I mean by you guys. And I told you guys that Cincinnati sucked. I've been saying that for weeks. Before the the season started, you guys ridiculed me. I don't think Tyler has spoken in 20 minutes. You guys ridiculed me. I want apologies. Cincinnati sucks. I'm just here for the ride because it's been great. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think there's much that I can add, <laughs> really. I mean, Corey's just right there on it. I think I think if this was um, if this was the Minnesota Vikings, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. But because the star is on the helmet, it's it's a thing, and that just that's the burden you carry when you're America's team. Uh, oh God! Nobody else can say it. So, oh Lord! But yeah, Eber got what he wanted. He got his his yelling and screaming. He wanted to have a loud segment. So there you go. That was a great segment. That was fun. That was people will enjoy that was it. Dumb. And if we Cincinnati if we cut it all sucks. Out, that's fine with me. Cincinnati sucks. Giants suck. Well, speaking of the Rams sucking, the Bengals sucking, and the Eagles being good, I I think that takes us to our next three topics right on point is the rams window closed they don't get another receiver it is wait a minute let's pause for a moment because i was told that alan robinson was still good at football not by one person but two can we all agree now that alan robinson is is not the number two that they need i can't tell you anything about what they need because matthew stafford can't throw the ball matthew stafford can't release the ball Matthew Stafford, Matthew Stafford, no, it's not a quarterback problem. It's an offensive line problem. That their offensive line is bottom five right now. It's it's bad. It's the man will snap the ball and he it's somebody in his face already. 
Allen Robinson, I think whenever we came on here earlier, it was 60 catches or 70 catches. I think we need to change the bet to 35, 40 maybe, because um, it's looking pretty bad for Allen. Does I know there's there's obviously rumblings that OBJ wants to come back to the Rams. Does he change this offense? Um, I know that he can be a deep a deep field threat that they don't have, and maybe Van Jefferson coming back, you know, he can do a little bit of that stuff. But hmm. where it won't matter? It be- won't matter because of the line. Because of the line, it won't yeah. matter. Mm-hmm. They. Uh, you don't even if he is a deep field threat, you don't have enough time for the for the play to develop because the line is awful. Matthew's not rolling out of the pocket and trying to it's bad. It's a bad line. The run, there's no run game. I do, I do agree. I, I do think the offensive line is really bad. Um, bottom five, like I said. And I don't I don't think Matthew Stafford's bad. I just think that he has no time to throw. And he's he doesn't have anybody open outside of Cooper um, and Higby. I think he's just going to familiar faces because he doesn't have time to make reads. So he's just going to the first people that he knows. Like the defense isn't much better, honestly. Um, yeah. It's very top heavy. It's Aaron Donald, <clears throat> Bobby Wagner, Jalen Ramsey, and then a bunch of guys with helmets on. For one, I think that this is a this is pretty hot right now. I think it's pretty spicy that. I think the Rams are are done as far as the championship window, unless they change something. Corey, yeah, they're not very good. Oh, what's the segment? <laughs> hot or not? Hot, this is hot. <laughs> Did we go too far on the Cincinnati Bengals um, after the Super Bowl run? Uh, and I I want to give Ebra the floor here because he said they sucked three or they four sucked. times. They're and, awful, and you know why? The line. The retooled line. The retooled line. You guys are familiar with somebody on that line. Am I am I, am I hey, mistaken? We let them go. Yeah, I know why y'all let them go. And I was like, hey, y'all were like, I was talking to somebody on this podcast. And I said that that line is awful. And this individual, we won't say names, said that, well, they got Lyle Collins. And I asked him a very important question. I said, didn't you guys let go of Lyle Collins? That line sucks. There's no time for Joey B to make reads similar to what's happening out there for the Rams. Jamar Chase can't run routes. So I don't know how I don't know how they score. I don't know what that offense does. I thought it was interesting when Joe Burrow said, of course we're not going to score when people play us like that. What idiot says that? <laughs> like, how stupid do you have to be? Well, yeah, you're right. If they play us like that, we're not scoring. We're fried. Yeah. What are you talking about? That was that was one of the stupidest things I've heard in an interview in a long time. What you're telling me you can do one thing and one thing only, and that's big plays. Now, granted, they had the same problem last year. They had a horrible line. And they relied on big plays on the offense, and the big plays aren't there this year. And so I think that's why they're looking, they're getting kind of exposed because I don't know where Jamar Chase is, but he's on a couple milk cartons in in Ohio because he's been missing in action. Um, 
I think we went a little too far on the Bengals. I think that they were kind of a – it's definitely – it's not looking good. It's not looking good right now. If you're just admitting that teams can beat you running cover three and cover four, then I don't you're know what to tell for you. for a long season. <laughs> yeah, because – the you thing know, is, though, they got personnel that can beat, like Tyler Boyd. They should be, if they used him more, they could beat coverage like that. I don't know why they don't. Because he's not sexy. Jamar Chase is sexy. T. Higgins is sexy. Tyler Boyd, just a lunch pail guy. And, you know, that ain't cool anymore. Well, they need to use him or they're going to be in some trouble. And Hurst had a good game. He was running those. Hurst has definitely been a, a discovery, but I, I think Joe. I think the gunslinger and Joe really wants he wants the big play. It's him. like Pat Mahomes that um it was last year. He just kept forcing them. He wants the big play. Yeah, he he definitely you can tell he well, just wants it and he's making Pat can mistakes. afford to do that. Oh, Pat's got the arm uh, talent to make those kind of to do Pat that. Pat was getting in trouble. Pat Joe does not doing it though. Yeah, they, Joe definitely doesn't have the uh <laughs> you can, you can take more chances when you're a guy like Joe or, or Josh Allen. I'll throw you a bone. You can, you can make more take more chances. Joe Burrow can't do that. Like yeah. J- Joe Burrow tries to throw over the safety and that ball's picked. Josh Josh can get away with it. He has an average arm. I, I don't think that any we're saying anything that's revisionist. I think that's always been the knock on him is is just kind of an average arm talent, but. I, I don't know. I mean, those big plays sure looked good last year, and they're just not coming this year, and I don't know what they're going to do. And I think the AFC is just loaded with with three young guys that are better than him, and I think it's going to be tough for them to get back. I think last year was just kind of a little stroke of luck. But Who's the third guy? I think it's Josh Lamar and Pat. Josh Lamar and Pat. I think those three guys are better than him, and I think those three teams are better than him. Or his Justin Herbert, if the Chargers can ever get it together, um, I think it's going to be tough for them to get back to where they Chargers. were last year. I agree. So I would That's say, what I, was trying to tell you. <laughs> I would say hot. The next one that I think is, I think we're all going to think is pretty spicy hot is what, what the hell do, does the NFL need to do about roughing the passer? Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's bad. And I, Ebear, I, I think you should answer for, for a crime that was committed because you can't even touch Tom. You no, can't wait, touch Tom. hold on. See, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is what I want to talk about, too. That's not a Tom problem. And I, I was getting so aggravated. It's not a Tom problem. It's an overreaction to Tua. I'm ecstatic that it happened to Derek Carr because nobody cares about Derek Carr. That's and not it, true, it, and that's right. It still happened to him. So this can't just be a Tom Brady thing if it happens to Derek Carr. There's the top and there's Derek Carr. Oh, that's that And so if it could happen to Tom, if it could happen to Derek Carr, it could happen to anybody. Golly. That's just Oof. what I'm trying to say. Like the 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 roughing the passer is just an overreaction to the Tua thing. And those are two separate issues that I just don't think. I don't think it's an overreaction to Tua. I think that's a separate conversation i think like teddy got knocked out of the game on sunday uh because some spotter saw him and he was he was stumbling if you want to say that's an overreaction to that's understandable but the rough in the passer was bad before the two thing 
with the Tua thing, I think the NFL, well, I guess they came to the conclusion that Tua got the concussion on the sack. The one that knocked him out of the game and he his hands started doing the thing. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. So when he sacked him, that's how he sacked him. He kind of threw him to the ground, which was, I mean, that's how you're supposed to sack somebody. They, the NFL saw that. And I think that they told their refs that if somebody does that kind of uh tackle, then that they need to call the roughing the passer. Because roughing the passer was not called on that play. And so that's why I'm saying it's an overreaction to that because they're trying to overprotect the quarterback from those type of symptoms and those concussions and stuff. When I believe that those are two separate situations, I don't believe that I don't believe that there needs to be an overreact. There needs to be like increased vigilance about roughing the passer. I think that the problem there was the mismanagement of the concussion protocol. Even in real time, you could even in real time, you could tell that Tom Brady one wasn't close. Tua got flung down pretty bad. Tom did Tom did not. I understand that, but I'm thinking that it's because of that. I think it's because he threw him down that the NFL put out a memo that got like that should have been roughing the passer. So they need to look out for that. So now they're hyper vigilant looking out for um whenever you throw a QB to the ground, slinging, slinging him to the wow. ground and stuff like that. But it makes, but makes no sense. It's like, they also did that with, with Jared Carr. Like that wasn't roughing. That was even worse than the, if you want to talk about the Tom thing, that was worse. The one that happened on Monday night football was way worse than the Tom Brady one. And they still called roughing the passer. I just think that they're being super hyper vigilant because of Tua, which is also, like you said about Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy Bridgewater, if you saw the video, Teddy Bridgewater was not stumbling. Teddy Bridgewater got up, went back to the huddle, talked to the ref. Teddy Bridgewater did not stumble. But I guarantee you that Teddy Bridgewater is not going to play this week. So looking <clears throat> looking forward to the rest of the year then, you think are they going to legislate it just like Tua? I mean, if you make a slinging motion that you're going to get a roughing the passer because Mahomes got slung down and he didn't get it called. And I thought that one was worse than Tom's. And then you look at Derek, and his was the Aaron Rodgers rule of it, um, where if they put their pressure on on a quarterback going down, then that's going to be roughing. And that one stems from when Rodgers broke his collarbone. Yeah. Um, That I will agree. The Derek Carr one was nowhere as bad as as Brady's was. that one was that one's pretty bad, but I I think they've got to do something with these calls because we've seen it too much where you got one like Tua that's clearly maybe maybe not clearly, but it was it's the worst one that we've seen this year. And then yeah. you've got one like Tom and Derek that's a horrible call. I think they've got to do something about making it reviewable. Something's gotta change. Because there's no Chris Jones hasn't he, he can't do anything about that. Yeah. When you're 330 pounds moving that quick, that fast, there's there's nothing that he can do about that. And it's and so what what do y'all think about making it reviewable? Um, because in college, targeting is reviewable, I I believe. Um, yeah. you know, the targeting rule is a little 
um, too much for me sometimes in college, but at least they can review it. Um, so what do y'all think about that as a possible solution? We need more reviews because I don't think people are going to go for that. I think that that's a good counterpoint is that it's going to slow the game down, but they, they also did this quick review touchdown process on the field where they've got people that are constantly looking at reviews that sped up the reviews in the NFL. There's a ref always looking at it. That's called um, for every close catch. There's a ref looking at it. It's called, I don't know why. What constitutes roughing the passer? I don't know off the top of my head, but I think it's any unnecessary force. Um, uh, falling full weight on the quarterback uh, the below, the knees, below the knees. That was a, a Tom roll. It's kind of a, to me, it's kind of a judgment type of call. Each per, each ref may think that something different is roughing the passer. And that's the problem with it to me. Like you were saying with targeting, but targeting has very specific rules as to what's targeting that's what makes it i guess reviewable to me i don't know if you can review judgment calls i just think that you got to be better at making those calls on the field this person may think that this is roughing the passer this person may be like challenging a catch or not and they had to rewrite the rule exactly they had to rewrite the rule so that it was clear so yeah i think you have to make it i think first it comes down to the the um competition committee and they have to make it very clear what is roughing the passer if before you can even review something like that so that people know if they're going to review what to look for, be upset no matter what. Well, I think they've got good outlines because clearly you've got the Tom Brady one, like Corey's saying, you can't go for the below the knees. You got the Aaron Rodgers one where you can't slam them full weight on, on the quarterback. And then you've got the one where you can't hands to the face essentially um, where you hit the quarterback up high after their throw. I understand what you're saying, though, because it's still going to be a judgment call. Because in my head, I'm saying write it to where you can say any unnecessary slamming or, or whatever. But even unnecessary roughness, that's got a different definition to everybody. Yeah. Um, and so I think cha- making it challengeable would have it would definitely have a lot of cons. And I think anybody that says they need to do something about roughing the passer, I think it's easy for them to get accused of not being for player safety, which isn't the case at all. But I think those those plays had game-changing aspects yeah. to them. Yeah. All of them did. Um, and there's nothing you can do about Tua's because he was going to be – you know, you can't just make the play not happen. But yeah, the Chiefs – and the Bucks, I mean, both of them ultimately won the game. But for the Falcons, I mean, they they were in that game. That essentially ended a comeback for them. I hate that for the defensive player, especially, you know, Grady Jarrett's a good player. And there's got to be a way that you can outline it better, I think. Yeah. Because even the full weight thing, like if you look at the Derek Carr thing, he didn't pull his full weight on Derek Carr. He was just mm. trying to land. You know what I mean? Like he put his arm out to, to to soften the landing. He had the ball in his other hand. I don't know what else Chris Jones is supposed to do in that situation. Yeah. But somebody could up top come up with the reason as to why it is still roughing the passer. And everybody would disagree. It's like kind of like it's not as bad as it, but like, you know, PI. Everybody has their own um, definition of what pass interference is. 
I do think if uh, this is actually an overreaction to Tua, then the NFL is trying to legislate the wrong thing. The reason Tua was got hurt was because the concussion protocol was bad. So I don't know why you would tell your your officials you need to call more roughing the passer calls. If your concussion protocol was better in the first place, then this never would have happened. So maybe you should focus on that. My last one is if the Eagles are the real deal here, 5-0, and going up against the Cowboys, are they – I know we did a pretender contender, but is this is this the team to beat in the NFC come December and January? How, they beat the how hard are the Eagles? Yeah, how hard are the Eagles right now on our on our title watch? The Eagles are at the number one seed to me. I'm just shocked. Um, <laughs> I think the Eagles are pretty good too. Because I know Eber, you asked they were just the the new Cardinals. I think you put it. Um, yeah. Where they go seven and zero, eight and zero, and then they just bottom out. Yeah, so the, the Cardinals had this. Listen, they're not doing it this year. The Cardinals, <laughs> they would get off the fast starts and everybody would be on the Cardinals, Cardinals, but they, would, they wouldn't be able to sustain it. You know, they would fizzle out at the end. I was wondering if that was what was happening with the Eagles. The Eagles, though, to me, are a little different because they have the talent. I guess it all just kind of falls on is Jalen Hurts going to keep this up all year? I guess the big difference, too, with the Cardinals is Eagles defense looks pretty legit, too. Um, And I don't think the Cardinals have ever had that. The Eagles two corners? Oh, my God. James Bradbury is looking like the signing of the year. Oh, my God. Who have the Eagles really played? So far, if we want to talk about schedule, um, let me oh. let me read you off their five wins. So first week is the Lions. Um, Lions battled back in that one. Then they demolished the Vikings. That was a bad game. Uh, then they killed Carson Wentz. Then they played the Jags, and then they played the Cardinals. So, I mean, are the Jaguars the best team they've played? I think the Vikings are. I like the Vikings, but that looked pretty bad. I think this this week is definitely their their test and our test, but I think the Cowboys have played a tougher schedule. And with that, I'd toss it to Corey. Ebers fell into the second half scoring. The Eagles don't really score in the second half. The only game they've had to come from behind is the Jags game, and Trevor gave that game to them with all of his turnovers. That's why I say it's all on Jalen. Like, let's see what Jalen does. I think this game is really important. This is going to be the first, like, really good defense that they play. Is Jalen Farrell? Is Jalen a fraud? Is he just a product of maybe a kind of – I don't think that that schedule is kind of – it's super soft, but – So we're lukewarm on the Eagles right now. Yeah. I mean, it also depends on how they beat Dallas. If he, if the Eagles beat Dallas and Jalen Hurts is like three passing touchdowns, 300 yards, oh, my God, now I'm all in. Because we know what he can do with his legs. But I guess the question is, what can he do with his arms? Is Jalen 
a consistent passer now? Or is it just a one day he'll he'll be the other day? Yeah, you don't know what to expect from Jalen. Um, Corey, what are you what what's your hot scale right now on the Eagles as the real deal in the NFC? I think they're the real deal. I think the two best teams in the NFC play this weekend. Yeah, I think I'm I think I'm with the E-Bear. 49ers are better than the, the Cowboys. Oh my okay. Then we've we've got to answer. We've got to the 49ers are better than the Cowboys. We've got to Boston. talk about it. please. Can oh we just move God. on? Possibly Kegel. Is this a trap? The 49ers are better. Don't take his bait, please. Woo! Y'all do y'all have a Debo? I haven't seen a Debo. Do y'all have a Debo? Does, what was what was do y'all the have a George? What was it? Do y'all have a George? Do you have a George? Because I know you've seen that 49ers. Defense. We got something better than Jimmy. Dak is better than Jimmy. Cooper Rush is better than you Jimmy right now. You gotta be better than Jimmy. All Jimmy gotta do is get the ball to Debo. Who do you oh have? Who's God. a Debo? Who is a Debo? No, you don't have a Debo. Okay, that's cool. Do you have a George? No, you have a Dalton. The Brandon 49ers I, you, are not. What do we do? Okay, the, 40, the 49ers are better. Better. Where is the where are the Cowboys at? I can't believe we're jumping back on this. Where, where are the Cowboys at in your when NFC the bus, rankings? When the Bucks get that, when they Bucks get it together, they better than the Cowboys too. What are we talking about here? Y'all at best fourth. I don't know how we do this. At best fourths. Four. This is oh my god. The 40. Four. I, I can't believe that we're the, 49 the 49ers are better. What are we talking about here? Let's Falcons are going to beat the 49ers. The Falcons are going to beat who? The 49ers this week. Bet. I'll bet you right now. Bet Falcons, right Falcons now. beat 49ers. Oh, my God. Thank you for the free money. Okay. Well, let's maybe let's change it. <laughs> uh, okay. The line is the line is 49ers. Minus five and a half. I'm not giving you the line because the Falcons cover spreads. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. You almost got me. Dang it. Absolutely not. I think the Falcons are like the best team at covering the spread the last yes. two years. Oh, dang it. Okay. Well, you know, this is what we do here, folks. We prepare on this podcast. You <laughs> <laughs> better did it. So. <laughs> okay. I'll still make the outright bet. I, All right. God. Well, let's let's jump into next week then, because clearly we're all looking forward to Sunday night football, Eagles, uh, Cowboys. But what what else are y'all looking forward to? Um, I want to start off with I'm looking forward to Jets Packers because if the Packers don't beat the Jets, there are going to be questions on this podcast. For a one Corey Asbury. Just playing good football, Corey. Um, they put up 41 this weekend or 40 something. On the Dolphins? Dolphins aren't bad. I think it's going to be closer than, than you might think. I'm looking um, forward to the Bills versus um, Kansas City. Hmm. That's, that's a good one. Game. That's a good pick. I mean, we already went through that. We got two Bills and one Chief on that one. Um, I'm interested to see if they can stop each other. That might be 80 points scored right there, but it's going to be fun. Does the winner of that go to the MVP? 
top of the MVP ladder, presume I can. I don't care what happens in that game. Corey's not switching. Corey's not switching this ladder. Oh my god, it's all right. You can't imagine what's gonna happen until it happens. Then you're gonna. Imagine. <laughs> it's hard. It's okay. Don't worry. Ravens, Giants. See if the Giants are actually any good. Oh my god. If the Giants, if the Giants beat the Ravens, does that change your mind on the Cowboys schedule, Eber? No, I, I can answer that. No, no. the Cowboys could be playing all undefeated teams, and he would say, "Oh, well, you know, so and so was hurt, or they should have lost, or the Cowboys could win the Super Bowl." He would get on here and say, "It was a fluke season." It was. Do you see the NFC? What is this? <laughs> See, yeah, if he's, hard, he's already building how an excuse. How did they? How did they? How did the Panthers already fire that rule? Because uh, like, he sucks. Actually, win the NFC. Let it cook. Actually, when the NFC is gonna say, "Oh, it was a weak conference." <laughs> it's a very weak conference. Do you not like see this? This is the, the anti-LeBron pop- vitriol. <laughs> this is same energy right here. Oh my God! Two of the worst teams in the in the entire league are in the same conference in the NFC North. Ugh. <laughs> What is this? We actually play. We play in the best division in the league, though. Go Eagles! Fly Eagles, fly. Well, um, I'm glad nobody said Broncos Chargers because God help us. Um, I just I don't know how much more Russ I can take. Do the Chargers fire Brandon Staley if they lose? If they don't make the playoffs this year? Because I think that Brandon. I think that Brandon Staley, oh, you can tell you it's not his fault, but I don't think Brandon Staley's losing the the locker room. They've got the some only, injuries, but they always do. I'm the only kind of supporter of Brandon Staley here, but it's not his fault that his team is hurt every year. Because you pity fools. You pity the fool. <laughs> he sucks. Like Corey, he sucks. It can't just be about the numbers. Open up your eyes and see it's what's not, happening on the not field. It's always about analytics. See the problem. Then why did he go for it? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Y'all think y'all think that any call that is unconventional is because of analytics, and that's just not true. Sometimes they're just making decisions on their gut. But don't you do things that are unconventional? When you do things that are unconventional, you're either a, a genius or an idiot. And Brandon Staley is not a genius. Okay, he's an no, idiot. Like th- it worked out for him didn't it, this weekend. It barely no, worked. What are you talking about? No, 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 They don't have barely's in the win loss column. You either win or you lose, and they won. Oh my God, that I'm gonna look up the Keenan Allen tweet. It's I can tell you right now. WTF are we doing? Some of the calls he makes, I think, are fine. And y'all just always in the group chat saying, oh, just just take the extra point. He cost them yeah, the like, playoffs last year. Like y'all are 70 years old. They asked Brandon Staley about that. And do you know what he said? He said that um, he grew closer with Keenan Allen. After the um, people um, are getting bold. That's I what we should have talked about. We got players tweeting. We got coaches throwing quarterback under the bus on the podium. People Since are just getting Brandon, crazy nowadays. Brandon Staley said, and I quote, since I've become the head coach, we've grown extremely close. We met this morning. 
Anyone that's been a part of competition knows that when you're not a part of it, you can feel some type of way. Keenan's heart is with me, with us. I'm understanding of where he was in that moment because he's not with his team or in the fire. That's a money down that he's used to being out there. We're going to become closer because of it. We've already become closer this morning, which means that he met with them and Keenan Allen cussed his ass out and said, don't you ever do that again. What is that? Why are you going for it on fourth down when you're playing the Browns? Keenan needs to be in the training room. And I'm a big Keenan Allen fan, but we're gonna see what happens. all them rounds. And if the if the if the Chargers lose a game because Brandon Staley made a stupid call, y'all gonna get on here and say, "Oh, the analytics gonna be like the math doesn't check out." <laughs> y'all gonna have to stop hiring these college coaches, man. College coaches Why don't you... work. What, what evidence has it, has it shown that a college coach has worked recently? Don't say Cliff. I know you want to. I say Cliff. Well, Cliff ain't bad, but um, <laughs> what evidence? I mean, you can hire from within the NFL and still get a bad, bad coach. I don't see why you're hating on college. I mean, Nathaniel Hackett came from the NFL. Staley came from the NFL. You've seen but just because you've been in the NFL doesn't mean you're going to do a good job. You do a better job than these scrubs coming from college. You hit more on those guys. The only college coach that I can think of that's his, Pete Carroll. That's the only one. Saban was horrible. Did you see what Urban Meyer did to my Urban- boy? <laughs> Listen, was- you can't fix a bad soul. Oh my god, that was horrible. No, Harbaugh went from the NFL and back and forth, and he had an ego. Yeah, he won a lot though. He did win a lot. That's true. Okay, I'll give you him. Harbaugh and Pete Carroll are the two that we want to look in the last 20 years. What are, we, what are we thinking about Big 12 football right now? I know this was a topic that we wanted to hit on um, last week, but o, we're getting rid of OU and UT, and we're Baylor guys, obviously. And well, the teams that are. <laughs> One of us doesn't really like this. Doesn't really like the school. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to get <laughs> I have not said anything wrong. Okay. I I think the Big 12 might become the second best conference in college football whenever they get rid of OU and UT. Behind the SEC. Oh my God. OU is awful. OU is really bad. And we talked about it with Brett Venables. Um, I think they've got a couple more recruiting cycles to get better, but it's bad right now. It's really bad. But top to bottom, I mean, we're okay right now. uh, Once we get rid of Jeff Grimes, we'll be a lot better. Oh, God, here we go. Um, (laughs) Iowa State's obviously on the up and up. Kansas, TCU, um, Oklahoma State. I think top to bottom, Big 12 – Bringing in BYU, bringing in a Houston, that's going to really – I don't think we're, they're going to have a bad team. I mean, who's who's the worst team in that new Big 12? Probably – I mean, probably Kansas without Daniels. They'll be back. Uh, but, yeah, we got a good conference. I think everyone – I mean, OU is not going to be bowl eligible. But I, I think everyone this year could be. I mean, Tech – 
even Tech's going to be – I think Tech's going to be good with Coach McGuire. He's going to oh. recruit the heck out of the state. That's so unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, it is. I think it's going to be a good conference. I don't know why everybody's so so scared. Um, West Virginia, I guess, might be the worst team. Yeah. And even they're kind of serviceable. Eber, what do yeah. you think about the state of uh, Big 12 football? I think I agree with you. I don't know if it's okay to say this, but Texas looks good. A quarterback looks I'm good. So, I'll give him that. I'm so sorry. I know I've committed a sin, but with Quinn, when Quinn came back, it's hard to deny. That's the first quarterback they've gotten right in 15 <laughs> years. And well, it, it had to be the greatest quarterback recruit of all time. <laughs> with Vince Young. <laughs> yeah. And they didn't even get it right. He left. They let him go out of state. <laughs> he just happened to come back. He was giving Alabama work. He's good. He was listen, guys. I got I a know. question. When Houston joins the conference, are you going to start rooting for them? Because I know you're not a big fan of your alma mater. So no, I'm going Houston to root for Bay. Okay, guys. Here's what the problem is. These we guys won the Sugar Bowl. Blindly, we won the Sugar Bowl, and you hated on the quarterback. Blindly. Follow QBs just because of the helmet. And all I do is say that this person could be better. And then you get That's the next it. guy and you hit on him too. Because <laughs> he could be better too. That's all. I just want somebody that I can feel confident in when they get the ball that they're going to make a play. Okay. This man lost one ball game last year and y'all ran him off for some kid. That the offensive coordinator obviously doesn't believe the game that he lost should he should not have lost. So you can't lose one game. We ain't Alabama. I know we want to be, but we're not. No, you can't lose one game. So we can't lose one game. Standards that you don't set for your team, and then you blame me for setting them. No, you cannot lose one game. He was he was he was the quarterback of the greatest team in school history. I'm setting high standards. We want to go to championships. We're not just selling for bowls around here. Championships. Have you seen the history of Baylor football? It, and we're trying to get better. Okay, but but we won the Sugar Bowl. I don't I don't understand why. <laughs> Sugar Bowl. It's not the Super Bowl. Ebear on this- on your Baylor quarterback confidence rankings. Um he Let's hated on a quarterback that won the Heisman. <laughs> the quarterback <laughs> that won the Heisman is currently tweeting. What was that nonsense tweet <laughs> he tweeted the other day? Bob has lost his mind. <laughs> this is the man you guys represent. Sean McCoy was frying him on Twitter. He you got Deion the- Sanders involved. You see the glee he gets from it? He was rooting against Robert when he was on camp. We're there at the same time, and he was rooting for him to lose the Heisman. Because Andrew, listen, who was who was in contention this, with him? You're a hater, Andrew Luck. <laughs> Andrew Luck, Stanford great. Andrew Luck was a superior quarterback. Has there been a quarterback for Baylor that you've ever liked? Yeah, I like Robert. No, you no. Listen, be serious. I like I like Big Bob. Ugh. Lord so you're going to be rooting for Houston then? No, I'm, I'm rooting like for Baylor. I'm rooting for Baylor. I like Baylor. 
Sikkim. <laughs> you he did it with the wrong hand. I want everyone to know that. <laughs> no, see how he's lying on me. Cameras flip. He's wearing a red Houston shirt right now. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Houston shirt. <laughs> see? In fact, I don't know if I've ever seen him in a Baylor shirt. I have a Baylor shirt somewhere. He's looking around trying to lie to us. I gotta find it. Robert Griffin. Go far for the Houston one though, because it's on (laughs) me. Since Ebear hasn't seen House of the Dragon, we will have to close out with something else. A nice diddly. And um, I think we should close out with a preview of the NBA pod. Um, I think we're going to do some over-unders on team wins using Caesars Sportsbook. I think I gave that to everybody. Um, going to do some awards predictions. And so just as a little preview, I want to ask, what is y'all's what y'all's hill to die on going into this NBA season? What y'all's hottest take that you've got that you think is going to be met with some backlash? Franz Wagner, all-star. Oh, my God. Yeah, yikes. That's Moritz's brother, right? Yeah, he's he's the good one. He's the one the parents oh, like, yeah. to, like to claim. He plays on the Magic? Yeah, playing team. Is oh. <laughs> Okay. Hey, you asked. I I did ask. Okay, so we've got we got a Franz Wagner All Star appearance. What's he going to average? Like seventeen six and five. I think seventeen six and five. He's going to be an All Star. These got to be a. Uh, they got to run the offense through. How's <laughs> he going to be an All Star? If you're an- with the- if you're in the top eight and you're averaging or like 26 and five, then if you think he needs to score more, you he's got to he be can... good. Did you not see him? For He was killing the Grizzlies the other night, and then he just dominated all summer. And I know y'all, y'all don't respect the Europeans, but I do. He dominated that tournament. He was like the third best guy there. <sighs> Ebear, your your hot take coming into the NBA season? This Please, not, just, nothing to do with the Rockets. It's my turn. The Sixers are winning the chip. I don't know if that's bold. They might be the favorite. With Harden? They might be the betting favorite. Oh, okay. Well, I'm on that bandwagon. Hmm. Okay. Front running. Okay. Nice. How about you? Front guys? running. Front running. <laughs> Houston is going to be a playing team. Oh. oh my God! Here we go! Here we go! Here we go! Didn't you say that the uh, Texans were also going to be a playoff? Team? Here we go! That is in the past. Did you see Jalen Green and KPJ? Eber, I think Jalen Green is going to be. I think he's going to do some things to you. I think that's that's going to be your new Kyrie. Addiction. You're going to hate, hate Jalen Green in six months. <laughs> oh, I've never. I have not hated Jalen Green. In a long time. You didn't like him when you picked him. I didn't want them to pick him. I wanted them to pick Cade, but it's okay because I don't like Cade as much as I like Jalen. He going to score buckets. 
buckets points. What are you talking about? We're not here for efficiency. We're here for buckets. We're here to win games. You can keep that efficiency. Well, you're going to be able to do one of two. So, we play in. I like it. No, you don't. Don't lie to him. <laughs> All right, Tyler. Tyler, you're up. Is OKC going to make the play in? No, no. OKC not going to be in the NBA. They want to be relegated. OKC's not going to make the play in, but I don't think I don't think OKC is going to end up with a top five pick. That lottery. I think OKC is going to. I okay. We're going to do over unders next week, and I think OKC is going to hit their over. My hot take for the NBA season is that the Lakers go to the NBA Finals. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so he decides to bet on LeBron, and that's outrageous. But you think Jalen Green I don't even want to talk about the Lakers. Get the feet out of here. <laughs> that could be the preview. The Lakers are going to get the feet out of here. Listen to the BOM podcast. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm looking forward to the NBA pod. Um, I know everybody else probably is. So that's it for episode three. Next next week, we'll be doing our NBA pod. Probably take a break from some NFL. We've got some good stuff on the NBA pod. So uh, we'll wrap it up, and we will see you all next week.